I in the Universe podcast with Martin Coward is a 30-minute conversation with LGBTQ plus thought leaders, change agents, and influencers about the power of the mind to create our future. It's an opportunity to inspire and motivate our listeners sharing stories of transformation. I'm a spiritual teacher and a mystic on a mission to create a world of unconditional love by waking everyone up to the truth of who we are and why we are here. We are the universe itself with all the power within us to create our future. The inspiration for this podcast was my latest breakthrough in late 2022 when I let go of control of our company, Financial Heart Space, and delegated everything to my partner, Abba Henry, and our amazing team of champions. Oh my God, I was free. I was free. I realized that I am the universe and so are you. And I am here to wake everyone up to this truth. Life on planet Earth suddenly became wildly exciting, and the expressway is full of woke people all over the world leading a movement to wake us up. The intention of this podcast is to make you aware so you will join our movement. Let's get started. Hello, Martin. Uh, I'm Halid uh, Shaban, um, also known as Eternity when it comes to my mission. And um, I'm a spiritual teacher also at the same time. I learned that from my boss, my father. And um, the reason why I love uh, Oprah, why she's my influencer, it's because um, we have the same goals when it comes to fulfilling our missions. You know, we have the same goals because she helps people, right? She helps a lot of people. Like she, like she, she's she's black, and uh, besides her being um, this black lady, she's a strong woman. She's very strong. With all that she has gone through, she never she never let all that go through her head so that she can't fail. So I always told myself, if if she didn't do that, what about me? So I have to learn from her, you know, because what I've gone through a lot, like I've gone through a lot, actually. So um, that always motivates me. I always watch her shows. There's no show that I've never watched for opera ever since I was a kid, you know. I used to watch them. I used to love them. Uh, um, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a show she brought of uh, MC Hammer, like if I remember correctly, still young, kind of. She brought a show of MC Hammer. There's a lot that I learned from, from, from MC Hammer because uh, he, 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 he was among the, the, the most selling hip hop artists those days. He was. So he went bankrupt and all that. Yeah, that 
because I, 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 I remember. So he told he told he told Oprah there's, a, there's something he said. I think he became bankrupt for a reason. If he didn't become bankrupt, maybe he didn't get he would not get the love and connection he has with his kids. So, so I've been learning very many things from Oprah's show and all that. Like the way my father always tells me, failure is our step to success because we learn from that. So I think um, that is the thing about uh, Oprah and us. We had failures back then. So we use those failures to reach where we are right now. Never thought I would reach here. Never thought I would meet someone like Martin. Now uh, he's my dad. Yes, because I embraced my failures and I used them as my steps to reach to success. That's why I love Oprah. I wow, I love that too. I'll tell you why I love Oprah. <clears throat> Well, Oprah and I are the same age. Do you know that? Yes. We, we were both born in 1954 uh, in the Deep South. She was born in January of 1954, and I was born in September of 1954. And where we, in the Deep South in the United States in the 1950s was not a very friendly place for Black people in America. We were very segregated, and there was a lot of, of hate there was a lot of hate towards black people in the South. Uh, not unsimilar to a lot of the hate that you're experiencing right now in Africa. Uh, so there was a lot of hate and a lot of cruelty and a lot of attempts by white people to keep people in their place. But there was something about Oprah that said, and I was born a, a white guy from privilege. I, I had, you know, my, so my chances of, of success were so much, um, my chances of success were much, much different than, than, than Oprah's. I mean, I had a chance of succeeding. I came from fairly wealthy white people and she came from very poor black people. But she tapped into something. This is why she's my influencer. She tapped into that inner power, that inner strength, that inner unconditional loving energy that you and I talk about and that we're, 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 we're bringing to the world. We're shining. She brought that light into the world, into her world first. And she woke up that there's a power deeper within her. And now she is one of the wealthiest people, not to mention women, black people, but she's worth like $1.7 billion today. She's one of the wealthiest, most powerful people in the world. And she built the entire empire on unconditional love, which is exactly what we're doing with the Diamond Mount Academy and the work we're doing. We're building everything we're doing on unconditional love. As you know, on our website, it says at the very top to love your God with all your heart and, and all your mind and all your soul and to love your neighbor as yourself. It is on these commandments that we're building the Diamond Mind Academy. So we're both, there's a reason why she influences both of us, because we're both going out into the world to change the world and build things on this unconditional loving energy. And that's what I would like 
to hear more about from you is from your experience as an African spiritual leader and teacher, maybe a little bit about your own discovery of discovering eternity. You know, you probably have always, like me, I've always known Joy, the wise woman, was there. I identified her more as probably a Jesus is a woman. But I didn't really come into a conversation with her until much later in life. Tell me a little bit, Aline, a little bit about your discovery into this inner self, this inner eternity, this inner light. Uh, tell me, tell us a little bit of your own story, Halid. Um, so how did you come across this awareness of this deep, unconditional loving energy within our hearts? Yeah, um, about uh, me discovering uh, eternity. Um, if I remember correctly, I, I think someone helped me discover that. I didn't discover him myself. Someone helped me. Because uh, a little bit of me, I was this shy, quiet, polite boy who just looks at everything. I used to just have this thing of, yes, do this, yes, do that, yes. I, I, I had the yes always for me. Because I always took myself like to be nobody or like I can't do anything on my own. Like I can't afford anything. So I have to do it. I have to do something to get something in return. So that's why I, I used even to fear talking to people because where I came from, it was always, I do this and uh, you have to do it. And in, in Africa, when you look at Africa, most times they always tell us, whoever is older than you, you have to respect. Because when he says this, it is that. You have to do it. Whether it's wrong or right, you do it. Your decisions are always limited. They don't care about your decisions. So I always felt like even when they tell me this, even when I came to a place where I had a chance to say something, I was always scared. Not, don't, not knowing that this person in me is also a bright, wise person. I was told that by my boss and he always says that so how I discovered I discovered this person through learning the meditations through learning that I'm loved because in Africa love is rare that's what I can say unconditional love is so rare Africans can tell you because if you look at in Africa we have lived on wars throughout how can you love in war? Can you love anyone in a war? No, you mind about yourself, right? You're always running, you're always, you know. So if you look at Congo right now, or even back back then, wars that never stop. You know, uh, now you look at Uganda, it's a war. Let's see war. It's an indirect war. If you look at it, it's it's just missing that people should get guns and then they start fighting or what? No. Each time you see people going to the streets, that's a war, an indirect war. So you, it's rare for us to get that love for each other and all that. But when I met this team of people, when I met these two people, uh, Abba, shout out to Abba. Um, and I met Abba and I met Martin. They loved me. They, they, they embraced me. In fact, they showed me that 
this is the right place and this is how you're supposed to move you have a right to say this and that and that and when you have a right or you have a decision and in any place or you can make a decision you're loved you feel comfortable there's that confidence you learn slowly so that's how i learned that there's that inner person in me that can say something and learn something so but i think that's how i discovered eternity that's when eternity came in and he embraced the spiritual world i think that's yeah I, rem I remember one day in our one of our coaching sessions and you said I am eternity. <laughs> I said, yes, you are. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that day? day? You said, yes. I'm eternity. I am eternity. I said, I know. I'm Joy the Wise Woman. <laughs> and Abbas Christ the King. Yes. That's really who we are, isn't it? Yes. That's how I discovered that eternity uh, really exists. And eternity made me feel like Khalid, you're loved. You have people surrounding you that they will embrace you with the way you are, what you are, what you're going to say. If it's wrong, they will love it. And if it's wrong, they'll correct you. And in Africa, all the African parents, they don't believe in you saying something in front of them. No. <laughs> you have to listen and follow. And that's the that's the difference like there's a difference in, in in us when you get to to diamond mind right now because now i can talk about diamond mind because um, i have a right to say something and i can say it whether it's wrong or right i'm just corrected if it is wrong if it's right yeah they'll applaud me they'll tell me that's good or you know and i, I love the fact that i'm here and i'm with diamond mind like the way I don't know how I can explain it. I can tell whoever is there, my African friends and um, my brothers, my sisters, who are going through a lot. Because in Africa, people are going through a lot. They are raping women. They leave them with children. Their children who are orphans. They don't have their parents. They are being killed. There are many prostitutes. They're not doing it because they want it. But because of the way the world is, what they're going through, there are very many people that are going, they're going through a lot when you look at it. And the people who have gone to school, there are no jobs, there are no what, they have their papers, yet they can do something. So there's, there's a lot of discrimination. You know, at some point, we sat down with one of my friends those days. He used to tell me, Ameri they used to blame Americans or white people for discriminating black Africans and all that, or blacks. But now we blacks, we are discriminating ourselves. It's, it's now the opposite. They say black lives matter. But if you go to Africa, they don't value that. They don't see that black lives matter. So why, why do they, you know, in, in, when you look at in Africa right now, if you see it, I think whites are better than us at some point because they help us. But in Africa, they don't help us at all. Our fellow Africans who even are capable of helping. They don't. They just mind about themselves. They're selfish. They're, I don't know, they're, they're greedy. They have ego. Like they want to be the best in everything. Yes, I also have that thing in me. I always want to be the best among the best. 
always tell even my team, even when you are here joking, when we are chatting, uh, like my camp, when we're in the company working, I always tell them, I'm always 10 times ahead of you. Or I'm two steps ahead of you always, because I love challenging myself. If I learn something from you, I go practice it so that I learn it 10 times than you. That is not being selfish. It's just knowing your capability. But if you come yes. for help, I can't help. I just know my capability is like, no, my capability is not to stop here, is to go ahead and ahead and ahead. But when you look at Africans, now we're talking about African leaders, Africa, there are some African um, influences that you can look at. When they reach there, they forget what they were doing. And they become greedy, selfish, you know. And because we need help generally, that's what I can say. Africa needs help. Africans, we need a lot of help, not only from our African brothers or whatever we call them, the leaders or what. They're no longer leaders, they're dictators. Like generally, they're just dictators. They just decide this is done and this. And that's not how it's supposed to. It's about if you want to lead and you're a good leader, love comes in first. I so agree. I, I agree, Holly. I'll fill you in a little bit about America. We have the same things here. We have the same narcissistic, selfish, greedy leaders. I mean, we've been through a lot in our own country in the last few years with the, the previous president trying to come in as a dictator and trying to overthrow our government. And there are people still trying to uh, use their positions of power to overthrow our democracy. So we've got our own problems here that we're dealing with on that same front. Um, fortunately, we have a longer history. We were founded as a democracy and a constitution, and that seems to be holding us together right now. But it's certainly frail and fragile. And so, but that, but that, I don't think that that is anything that's getting in the way. It's anything. It's informing us of our own shadows to open our hearts to the shadows that are cast over Africa. So I don't see that. I think there's shadow is shadow and there is light and there is light. And there is shadow in the United States and there's shadow in Africa, there's shadow all over the world. And our jobs as awake, spiritually awake human beings, which means we are awake to who we are. We are that unconditional loving energy. You are eternity. I am joy the wise woman. That is the essence of who we are. And when we step into that power, then we can hold all of that negative energy in loving awareness and love it unconditionally. Be that light in the darkness, both in Africa and in America and all over the world. And that's why I'm so excited about being with you and being and being being your father, really. Uh, because when you and I step into that unconditional loving energy of a father and a son, of a creator and a created, which is what this is. It's an energy exchange that's quite beautiful. We would call it agape. It's the Greek word to mean love, and it means a love that transcends all, all loves. And you and I live in that love, and it's in that love of unconditional energy that we're changing the world because we are that light in the darkness that's changing the world. And so I'm just really excited about partnering with you to, to, to be that voice, to be that light in the world. And I remember the day you said, I'm eternity. I said, I know you are. I knew it before you did. 
And and that's why I reached out to you in the darkness and said, hey, boy, you got a lot in there. I want you to come with me. I want you to be my son. I want you to be the guy. I want you to be that unconditional loving son that I never had. And I just love being in that space with you to do this work because it's that work that we do this work. So that's my thought on that thought of the unconditional loving. And I love you're welcome to take it any way that you like. I mean, this this show is about you being able to. And maybe you want to ask me a question. You're getting ready to start your own show. So maybe you want to think maybe you got a question you want to play being the host for a moment. And you might want to ask me a question today uh, that you want answered. And I'd be happy to answer it so we can we can even reverse roles. This is our the beauty of this being. This is our show and we can do anything we want to do. What do you want to do? What do you want to do next? <laughs> okay. Um, actually, I don't want to ask you. I want to ask the entire world, not even you only. This question has to go to everyone, like everyone, Africans, white people, what is this? We're not supposed to only look at white people to help us, even Africans themselves. Let's stop looking at white people only. Because Africa is blessed, right? Africa is so blessed. We have a lot of things. And if we look at it carefully, we are richer than the white people. That is what I can say. And I'm saying it again. We are so rich. Africa, we are very rich. Because if you look at all the minerals, they come from Africa. Where do they come from? Africa. But this question, I'm sorry, some people are going to get hurt, but I have to ask. It's only a question. Yes. And, if, yes. and if a question hurts somebody or makes them feel bad, that is the sign they need to look at their shadow. Yes. So, so ask your question. Ask your question. I want to hear it. I'm dying to hear it. How do you feel when you love? Oh, how do you feel when you're loved back? I want the world to always reply that in themselves. How would you feel when you love someone and you feel when you're loved back? I want everyone well, to see. That is the best question in the world right there. Yes. How does it feel to love and be loved? Yes. How does that it feel to be good. loved and unconditionally loved, to be loved exactly as you are and to love yourself exactly as you are? That is a wonderful question. Yes. The reason why I asked that is that I know how it feels. That's why I went everyone to first feel like have that question may i know how it feels loving someone and being loved back i know how it feels describe that feeling. describe I, that feeling what does it feel like to be loved and loved back if if, if the way i would describe this i would we should we can sit here the, the entire night till tomorrow and yes just describing because there are a lot of things that I feel every time knowing that I love Martin and Martin loves me back. There's so many things. Because when you, when you love someone, 
you are afraid when someone is getting hurt. When someone loves you back, that person won't let anything happen to you or you getting hurt or you... Like that person always wants to see you smile. That person always wants to see you happy. That person always... There's a way you feel whenever someone wants you to see you happy. There's a way life moves. Imagine you've been sick for a while. That's why when you look at people with cancer, people with those heavy, heavy diseases, they're loved so that they forget that they even have cancer or they have, you know, they go and give them love. They shower them with donations. They shower them with, they bring them gifts. That's love. So that when you're loved, you forget about the sorrows, the pain, the everything negative, and you only see the positive thing. So that is what I've been seeing ever since I got into this world, ever since I got into Diamond Mind Academy, ever since I got friends, family, and this company that I work for, and the team that I have, and my great father now, my adopted father, I feel everything is always grateful. Even when yeah, I, was, I love that world, I think that I think that the way I describe, we call it the zone of genius. The way I describe it, when I'm in that place, I just my whole being is filled with loving kindness. You know, yeah. the, I can't imagine hurting anyone or causing anyone any pain because I love so much. You know, I mean, I love you so much, Holly. I can't imagine doing anything that would hurt you or make you feel pain, emotional pain, physical pain, because you're me. We are one. We are one universe. We are one heart. And if I, and when you know that, that's what love is. We are swimming in it. It's in us. It's around us. That's what we are made of. It's our fabric. And when you're aware of that loving, you know, it hurts us. That's why Jesus says, and all the great masters to love your God with all your heart and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And that's why we created this on that, because that is the, as the truest thing you could ever say is I love you. And I love you too. Yes. And yes. we say it all the time and we mean it. Yes. Now there's a yes. lot of people that will say, I love you to get in bed with you. We're not talking about that. We've all had that. We probably all said it. And we've probably, probably had it said to us because we were horny and we wanted to have sex. We're not talking about that kind of love. That's dramatic love. That's romantic love. And it's fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it also has a lot of heartaches to it. We're talking about a much, much deeper love than that, aren't we? We're talking about the real love, the love that holds the whole universe together. And that's how we create the changes in the world we're going to be creating. Yes. Um, and uh, what I can tell the world is love is a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. It's a feeling that puts you to mother world. That's what I can say. Yeah, it, does, it, it, it puts you into a whole different world beyond this world, doesn't it? Yes. It's beyond the material yeah. world. It takes you right into a spiritual world. And now I want to, we got a few minutes left, and I want to talk about something. We want, to, we want to give people some instructions. You know, I don't want to leave people today with the, oh, they talked about all this wonderful love energy and getting into, but how do you get there? And you said something early called meditation. 
and I want and what, and what we started and how we get there in our business and our company is we meet every morning early from me late in the, in the afternoon for you. And the first thing we've been doing is we get into what we call heart space. We get into our zone of genius. And we've recently expanded that to invite others into get to know us. So talk a little bit about that morning meditation. What is meant for you and your own discovery of finding eternity, finding your mantra, finding your true purpose. And then talk about and invite people all over Africa to join us so they can answer that question. Because this is the way you find it through meditation, isn't it? So tell us a little bit about that as a meditation teacher and a Sufi mystic and a teacher. Tell us a little bit about what we're doing uh, with our team at Dynamon Mount Academy every day at seven o'clock our time. And I think it's two o'clock your time. Let's talk a little bit about that as a way to wake up that divine intuition within us. Um, okay, thank you so much. Let me even get comfortable because this is my favorite part. Um, <laughs> What I can say about our morning meditation, okay, about meditations, uh, they they awaken you, like like they make you fresh before you start your day or before you start something. It makes you fresh. It awakens your brain, your mind, that soul. Because when you're going through a meditation, there's that moment you close your eyes, and then you think inside you. And whenever you close your eyes and you get silent for a moment, that's why when you're going to a meditation, they tell you to get silent for a moment, right? So that your mind, your soul is focused. And when you're focused, whatever you're doing, you do it right. So this meditation will just awaken you. Like for us in the morning before we go, before we do anything else as the team, as the company and the family, we go through a meditation. Each one of the team, each one in this team has a day and uh, yes, a day to do that meditation for everyone to awaken everyone's mind so that you come with a fresh mind, see what you're going to do next and all that. That's why when, when you look at the monks, all the, those people from those, those olden days, the monks, those... Um, what are they called? Uh, the Indians. Uh, forgotten the Indians. There's people. They do the meditations, right? They first do meditations before anything to freshen their minds, to awaken their minds. And you're so invited. If before you go to work, you can come. Just uh, have a moment of it. Then you can go to work so that you can awaken yourself. You can awaken the brain, the body itself, because the meditation is not only about the mind, but also the body, because it flows from the brain, the body, till your toes, and then come back to your mind. That is what I know about meditation. Yes, you awaken your body, like you let it fresh, you let your body free, the veins so free, and it's healthy. Let me not forget that. It's so healthy. It awakens the veins, the, the bloodstreams, all just let go because you're awakening everything that is dormant or like is silent for a moment so that's what i know about the meditation and uh, yeah it's a beautiful a beautiful way of describing it and it's exactly that it's about waking up it's really this is this is the thing about life in general 
This is the this is this is the this is the key to life. This is the very key to living a happy and fulfilling life. And that is to using meditation and the breath to get present to this moment. And we always say in our meditation to open the heart and quiet the mind, to soften the mind, to empty the mind. One of my biggest teachers is a woman named the Reverend Cynthia Bourgeau. And she talks a lot about something called centering prayer. And centering prayer is just, just that. It's just letting go and coming back to center, coming back to the present moment. We find ourselves caught up in a thought about yesterday, or we find ourselves in a thought about going grocery shopping in the afternoon. And it's okay, because that's human. But the, the practice is when we catch ourselves going down a rabbit hole or going down a thought, we find ourselves out of the present moment, out of the now. And so when we just say, okay, let I'm thinking right now about something that's not really present. Let me just let it go and get present to this moment. And yeah. as soon as I do, I'm now present and my mind is not fixated on something that happened yesterday or worried about something that's gonna to happen tomorrow. It's in a place of receptivity, of love, openness, emptiness really. And an empty place, an empty place to create something altogether new. And that's exciting. And when you know you have that power to create something new, you can't create something on top of something already created, can you? It's already created. So we have to use that energy to create something brand new, a new thought, a new way of looking. And I find, I think we're finding it together, is that this energy shift needs to happen every 24 hours. Because the agenda I had yesterday that seemed so great doesn't seem to work today. And what's doing so well today won't work tomorrow. We say, I know you're, you're Muslim, but we say in the Christian condition, we say one of our mantras is Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ to come again. I always wonder, what does that mean? How can Christ die, arise, and come again? Well, what that means is that that's happening moment to moment. The, it, Christ is an energy form, and that energy is constantly changing toward a positive goal, toward the creation of something wonderful. And when we can just let go of the past and get into the moment and get into that flow, that creative, loving energy, we can participate in the creation of tomorrow. So that's what I would like to say about that. And that's the beauty of this morning meditation with you guys, because I will say something. I've been meditating. I'm almost 69 years old and I've been meditating since I was 25. And no one has taken me into a deeper part of myself than you guys in Africa. So I want to make a shout out to the world while we're on this call and tell you something. If you want to, if you want to learn to meditate and you're struggling with that and you think, oh, I can't do it. It takes too long. All you got to do is show up for one of our meditation sessions and you'll be hooked. That's yeah. all it takes. And if you don't believe me, show up. Come show true. up one morning at seven o'clock with us and just sit with us. And you will understand the power of getting still and listening to your own heart. You will you'll create a new love for yourself, a new love for the divine, a new love for the universe. And that's what transformation is all about. It's about letting go of all the fear and the negativity in the world and transform ourselves into our true being, which is love. And these guys in that morning meditation and I'm going to drop the link around this site so people can get it. But it's very easy to get to, you know. We have it all yeah. over our Facebook pages. 
and it's wake up. All you have to do is register on Zoom so you can get into the first meeting. After that, you don't even need to register again. You've already got the link. But you got to get the link to get into our room. We want to make sure we know who's in the room with us. <laughs> we do it on Zoom. Is You just got to register once, and then you've got it. And I'll drop that link uh, around this posting so people can join us because we'd love to have you. And it's in that meditation, it's in that love, I think, Khalid, that you're going to do your work. You're, we're doing our work by being that light in that meditation on Friday, on, uh, every yeah. morning. So I'm going to let you Yes, there's something I want to give to these guys. Um, each time you gesture and come to our meditation, I have a gift for you, me, myself, not the company, but me, myself. Just register and you see the gift you'll get from me, this African man. Africans have a lot of gifts. We can give you everything. I'll give you an African name. That will be the first thing. Then the rest, you'll get them from there. Because there are very many gifts I have. There's so packaged in the company. They're there. Just join the meditation. Just once. If you don't like the gift, you're free to go. But I know you won't go if you come. The gift I'm going to give you to change your life. I know that. To change your life and uh, your mind just join just just try and they always say in fact they always say try but never fail to try but me i always tell myself don't try do it so i'm telling you do everything don't just try just do it join i agree i'm a i mean uh holly that is the absolute truth do yourself a real big gift and you know the only thing i'm gonna tell tell my side over here the only thing standing between you and you showing up is a limiting belief in your head, a shadow belief. The last thing your ego wants you to do is to go to a meditation and lose control over your life. Because yes, that's what's yes. going to happen. This meditation is going to free you from the egoic control, the limiting beliefs you have about yourself in this world. So you're free to live your life from a place of love and joy and, and contribution. But the la I'll tell you, if anything's standing in your way, it's always your shadow. It's always this negative belief that you're not good enough for it, really. But I'm going to tell you, you are good enough and you're worth it. Yes. So don't, don't take my word for it. And don't even just take Ali's word. Show up and see for yourself. It's really simple. You don't even have to go far. You can do it from the comforts of your house and your bedroom slippers. You know, you don't really, all you got to do is turn on the machine and click a button and show up. We love it for you to show up on screen, but even then you may not feel like you're presentable on screen. Sometimes we don't feel presentable and sometimes we don't show up on screen, but we do show up. Yeah. And that's yeah. all. Somebody has something to say. Thank you so much. Okay. So thank you so much. Uh, I don't know what all that was. That was way too much for me to read. So I'm going to let that go for now. And I don't know that it really pertains to what we're talking about here today. Today we're talking about, we're, we're talking about getting into unconditional love. Because if we can get into unconditional, we can get into the present moment, then we can solve all those problems, I believe. And that's what we're finding.
So Holly, what would you like to say before we sign out? And we did go 10 minutes over, but you know what? It's our show, son, and we can do whatever we want to. <laughs> yes. That's what I want to do. I want to tell um, the world and everyone you're loved. That's what I can say. You're loved. Yes. And love is a good thing. It's a good feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. What Love is, is more than money, more than gold, more than fuel, more than whatever we all fight for to have. If, even if you have all the money in this world and you're not loved, you don't have the money so useless. That's yeah, you know, it's very true. It's very true, you know, because the bond we have here and the team and everything is not all about money. It's all about love and the way we communicate and communication is the best. In this world on connection how do you connect with everyone and on that note we're going to sign out with you son having the last word may love and prosperity prevail hang on until bye bye, bye for now everyone and thank you for joining us isn't this guy great <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you are, please follow me and give us a review in the comment section. Let me know what you appreciated, what we could do better, and more importantly, what would you like to hear in a future episode? Let me know. And finally, if you're feeling the vibe, if you're feeling the love vibe, give me a hashtag, I am the universe, in the comment section. That's hashtag I am the universe in the comment section. And if you are feeling something, stop and feel it. Stop and feel it. Really feel it. See what you're feeling. It just might be the universe reaching out her hand to pull you deeper into your zone of genius. I would love to meet you. Please join our private Facebook group, The Zone of Genius, for LGBTQ plus leaders and change agents. And you can find a link to that group as well as all of my groups and a link to me at linktree martin underscore coward. That's linktree martin underscore coward. I can hardly wait to meet you.